0: Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. God was calling us here, and we were like, we're coming, we're going to be obedient to God's call. For us, this was our place called there. The provision for the healing was in this place, and I know our provision for our ministry or what God wants us to do, our purpose, is here too.
1: And now, here's Andrew. WELCOME TO OUR MONDAY'S BROADCAST OF THE GOSPEL TRUTH. TODAY I'M CONTINUING A SERIES THAT I STARTED LAST WEEK TALKING ABOUT DISCIPLESHIP. IT'S THE PATH TO FREEDOM. YOU KNOW, TO SOME PEOPLE, DISCIPLESHIP MEANS THAT YOU'RE DENYING YOURSELF, WHICH THAT'S DEFINITELY A PART OF IT, AND THEY LOOK AT THIS AS OPPRESSIVE AND... and BUT THE BIBLE SAYS THE WAY OF THE TRANSGRESSOR IS HARD. DISCIPLESHIP, BECOMING LIKE JESUS, KEEPING IN THE WORD OF GOD UNTIL IT CHANGES YOUR MIND AND YOUR ACTIONS IS NOT RESTRICTED. IT'S ACTUALLY FREEDOM. YOU KNOW, I HAVE NEVER GONE OUT AND DONE MOST OF THE THINGS THAT MANY OF YOU WATCHING THIS, AND I'M NOT CONDEMNING ANYBODY ELSE, AND I'M NOT TRYING TO LIFT MYSELF UP. I'M JUST SAYING I MISSED OUT ON GETTING DRUNK. I'VE NEVER BEEN DRUNK. I'VE NEVER DONE DOPE. I'VE NEVER DONE ANY OF THESE THINGS. I'VE NEVER HAD SEXUAL IMMORALITY. I'VE NEVER DONE ANY OF THESE THINGS, AND SOME PEOPLE TALK ABOUT HOW RESTRICTIVE THAT IS. AND I PRAISE GOD THAT I'VE NEVER DONE THOSE THINGS. I TELL YOU, IT'S FREEDOM. DISCIPLESHIP IS A PATH TO FREEDOM, NOT TO BONDAGE. IT'S BONDAGE. WHEN YOU DON'T CONTINUE IN THE WORD AND YOUR EMOTIONS ARE OUT OF CONTROL SO THAT PEOPLE CAN SAY THINGS ABOUT YOU AND IT JUST IS LIKE A TRAIN WRECK, THAT'S NOT FREEDOM. THAT'S BONDAGE. You know, we just had a thing in our ministry where I dealt with something, a person doing some things and I had some people around me that just thought that this is going to destroy me and I don't respond negatively like that because I've, I've become a disciple. I know that God loves me. I find my acceptance in the Lord. I do not have to have the approval of people to be able to feel good about things. And some people look at that as restrictive, but man, it's freedom. When you... WHEN YOU ARE SO EASILY OFFENDED AND UPSET WHEN THINGS HAPPEN, THAT'S NOT FREEDOM. I'M TELLING YOU, DISCIPLESHIP, YOU CONTINUE IN THE WORD. I'VE GOT TEACHING ON HARNESSING YOUR EMOTIONS, AND PEOPLE WHO DON'T HAVE THEIR EMOTIONS HARNESSED AND PEOPLE CAN CRITICIZE THEM, SOMETHING GOES WRONG AND THEY JUST GO INTO A tailspin. THAT'S NOT FREEDOM, THAT'S BONDAGE. IT IS FREEDOM WHEN YOU LEARN HOW TO CONTROL YOUR EMOTIONS AND TO CONTROL YOUR TONGUE AND TO DO THINGS, IT'S FREEDOM. DISCIPLESHIP IS A GOOD THING. I'VE BEEN TEACHING ON THIS ALL LAST WEEK. I'VE GOT A LOT MORE TO SHARE. BUT I'VE BEEN MAKING A POINT THAT THE CHURCH, FOR WHATEVER REASON, CHANGED JESUS' COMMAND TO GO AND MAKE DISCIPLES, AND THEY HAVE INSTEAD BEEN MAKING CONVERTS, NOT DISCIPLES. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, WE'VE GOT PEOPLE WHO ARE NOT EXPERIENCING THE FREEDOM AND THE LIBERTY THAT IS THEIRS IN CHRIST. THEY MAY BE SAVED, BUT THEY'RE STUCK UNTIL THEY GO TO BE WITH THE LORD, AND THAT'S NOT WHAT GOD INTENDED. SO IT'S NOT ONLY A... A DETRIMENT TO THEIR OWN PERSONAL LIFE, BUT THEN THEY AREN'T THE WITNESS THAT THEY NEED TO BE, BECAUSE THEY AREN'T FREE. THEY'RE BOUND. OTHER PEOPLE LOOK AT THEM AND THINK, IF THAT'S WHAT BEING A CHRISTIAN IS, I DON'T NEED IT. SO BECAUSE WE'VE MADE CONVERTS INSTEAD OF DISCIPLES, IT'S HURT INDIVIDUALS AND IT'S HINDERED THE GOSPEL OF THE LORD JESUS CHRIST. IF EVERY PERSON WAS WALKING IN THE FULL FREEDOM AND LIBERTY THAT JESUS HAS FOR US, I GUARANTEE YOU, THEY'D BE CUTTING HOLES IN THE ROOF TO LET THE SICK IN, JUST LIKE THEY DID IN JESUS' DAY. BUT THE CHURCH ISN'T DOING THAT. MATTER OF FACT, THERE'S LARGE SEGMENTS OF THE BODY OF CHRIST THAT DON'T EVEN BELIEVE THAT YOU SHOULD BE LIVING IN VICTORY. THEY TEACH THAT YOUR SUFFERINGS ARE A POSITIVE THING. THEY'VE CHANGED GOOD FOR EVIL AND EVIL FOR GOOD. THEY'VE REVERSED EVERYTHING, SAYING, GOD'S ONE WHO'S PUT THIS SICKNESS ON ME. GOD IS MAKING ME SUFFER. THAT'S NOT TRUE. AND IT'S BECAUSE PEOPLE AREN'T DISCIPLES. THEY'RE CONVERTS. THEY DON'T KNOW WHAT THE WORD SAYS. LOOK AT WHAT JESUS SAID ABOUT BECOMING A DISCIPLE. HERE IN LUKE, CHAPTER 14, BEGINNING WITH VERSE 26, IT SAYS, IF ANY MAN COME TO ME AND HATE NOT HIS FATHER AND MOTHER AND WIFE AND CHILDREN AND BRETHREN AND SISTERS, YEA, and HIS OWN LIFE ALSO, HE CANNOT BE MY DISCIPLE. WOW. WHAT A STATEMENT. NOW, IF YOU JUST TOOK THIS IN ITS STRICTEST, MOST LIMITED, FORM, THIS COULD LOOK TERRIBLE TO PEOPLE. BUT IF YOU COMPARE THE EXACT SAME PASSAGE IN MATTHEW, IT SAYS IF YOU LOVE FATHER OR MOTHER OR BROTHER OR SISTER MORE THAN ME. SO THIS ISN'T LITERALLY SAYING THAT WE SHOULD HATE OUR FAMILY AND HATE OUR OWN LIFE ALSO, BUT IN A COMPARISON TO OUR COMMITMENT, OUR LOVE, AND OUR DEVOTION TO GOD, EVERY OTHER RELATIONSHIP OUGHT TO BE LIKE HATRED IN COMPARISON TO OUR DEVOTION TO GOD. SO THIS ISN'T SAYING THAT YOU HAVE TO HATE PEOPLE, BUT IT'S SAYING RELATIVE TO YOUR COMMITMENT TO GOD. IN OTHER words, THERE SHOULDN'T EVEN BE ANY COMPETITION. WITH A LOT OF PEOPLE, IT'S LIKE, YOU KNOW, HERE IS THEIR COMMITMENT TO GOD, AND THEIR COMMITMENT TO OTHER PEOPLE, AND THEY HAVE TO HAVE THEIR APPROVAL AND THEIR ACCEPTANCE. IT'S JUST REAL CLOSE. GOD MAY BE A LITTLE BIT AHEAD, BUT THAT'S NOT WHAT JESUS IS SAYING. JESUS IS SAYING IT OUGHT TO BE LIKE THIS, THAT COMPARED TO YOUR COMMITMENT TO GOD, EVERYTHING ELSE IS RELATIVE HATRED. SO UNLESS YOU PUT GOD ABOVE ANYTHING ELSE, EVEN YOUR OWN LIFE ALSO, YOU CANNOT BE A DISCIPLE OF JESUS. NOW JUST THINK ABOUT THIS ONE THING. I'VE GOT DOZENS AND DOZENS OF SCRIPTURES OF WHAT JESUS TALKED ABOUT DISCIPLESHIP IS. BUT JUST THINK OF THIS ONE THING. IF YOU LOVE YOURSELF MORE THAN YOU LOVE GOD, YOU ARE NOT A DISCIPLE. YOU MIGHT BE BORN AGAIN. YOU MAY BE ON YOUR WAY TO HEAVEN, BUT YOU ARE NOT A DISCIPLE. IF YOU LOVE THE ACCLAIM OF YOUR FAMILY, YOUR FATHER, YOUR MOTHER, YOUR BROTHER, YOUR SISTER, YOUR WIFE, YOUR CHILDREN, MORE THAN YOU uh, DESIRE GOD'S ACCEPTANCE, YOU ARE NOT A DISCIPLE. YOU MAY BE BORN AGAIN, BUT YOU AREN'T A DISCIPLE. IF ALL WE DID WAS STOP RIGHT HERE, AND THERE'S STILL DOZENS OF SCRIPTURES THAT WHERE JESUS TALKED ABOUT WHAT A DISCIPLE IS. BUT IF WE JUST STOPPED RIGHT HERE, DID YOU KNOW THAT THIS RIGHT HERE DISQUALIFIES THE VAST MAJORITY OF CHRISTIANS TODAY? THERE'S CHRISTIANS WHO, YOU SAY THAT YOU LOVE GOD, THAT YOU'RE BORN AGAIN, BUT I GUARANTEE YOU AT WORK, IF SOMEBODY WAS TO STAND UP AND PROMOTE Uh, ABORTION, uh, PROMOTE KILLING A CHILD EVEN AFTER THEY'RE BORN. IF YOU WERE TO STAND UP AND SAY ANYTHING, PEOPLE WOULD CRITICIZE YOU. I GUARANTEE THERE'S PEOPLE GOING TO CRITICIZE ME RIGHT NOW. AND IF I WAS MORE CONCERNED AND WANTED YOUR uh, ACCEPTANCE MORE THAN I WANTED GOD'S ACCEPTANCE, WELL THEN I'M NOT A DISCIPLE. IF YOU WON'T STAND UP AND SPEAK THE TRUTH BECAUSE YOU'RE AFRAID OF HOW IT WILL BE PERCEIVED THAT SOMEBODY MIGHT FIRE YOU, SOMEBODY MIGHT NOT... YOU MIGHT NOT GET PROMOTED BECAUSE YOU'RE AN OUTSPOKEN CHRISTIAN, THEN YOU AREN'T A DISCIPLE. YOU KNOW, I WAS READING SOME THINGS ABOUT A COUPLE OF uh, ACTORS IN HOLLYWOOD THAT HAVE COME OUT AND HAVE BEEN VERY VOCAL AND PROCLAIMING THEIR FAITH. AND I MEAN, THEY ARE SUFFERING FOR IT AND PEOPLE ARE CRITICIZING THEM AND SOME PEOPLE ARE SAYING IT COULD BE THE DEATH of their career because they're going to be blacklisted and passed over. Well, I guarantee, if they were a disciple, well then they won't care. And from what I've read, it sounds like these people are standing pretty strong. That's the right way to do it. But anybody that wouldn't share what you believe to be the truth, which it says in John chapter eight, verse thirty-two, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And if you withhold the truth from somebody because you're afraid of what their reaction might be. YOU ARE NOT A DISCIPLE. I DON'T SAY THAT IN HATRED. I'M NOT TRYING TO CONDEMN YOU. I'M SAYING THAT YOU AREN'T A DISCIPLE, AND YOU NEED TO BE A DISCIPLE. SO YOU NEED TO GET BEYOND THAT. AND THE WAY YOU GET BEYOND IT IS JUST LIKE HE SAID IN JOHN, CHAPTER 8, IN VERSE 31, IF YOU CONTINUE IN MY WORD, THEN ARE YOU MY DISCIPLES INDEED, AND YOU SHALL KNOW THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH SHALL MAKE YOU FREE. SO IF YOU'VE COME UP SHORT IN ANY OF THESE AREAS, YOU NEED TO CONTINUE IN THAT WORD. YOU KNOW, I HAD A MAN COME TO ME ONE TIME. HE WAS A SEMI-FRIEND. HE WASN'T REAL CLOSE, BUT WE HAD A RELATIONSHIP, AND HE HAD A PROBLEM, AND HE WAS ASKING ME WHAT WAS WRONG. AND AS HE WAS TELLING ME, GOD SPOKE SOMETHING TO ME THAT I GUARANTEE YOU, IT WAS EXACTLY WHAT HE NEEDED TO HEAR. IT WAS THE TRUTH, AND THE TRUTH, IF HE RECEIVED IT, WOULD SET HIM FREE. BUT I KNEW HE WASN'T GOING TO LIKE IT. AND I LITERALLY, AS I WAS LISTENING TO HIM, I was debating about do I tell him this? I know he's going to be offended. He may not be my friend anymore. And as I was thinking about this, the Lord spoke to me and He says, You do not have the right to reject this truth for Him. That just, man, it stopped me in my tracks. And I realized that if I know the truth, AND IF I DON'T TELL A PERSON THE TRUTH, WHICH JOHN eight thirty two SAYS, IT'S THE TRUTH THAT YOU KNOW THAT SETS YOU FREE. AND IF I DON'T TELL YOU THE TRUTH BECAUSE I'M AFRAID THAT YOU MAY NOT LIKE IT, THEN WHETHER YOU UNDERSTAND THIS OR NOT, I REJECTED THE TRUTH FOR YOU. I DIDN'T EVEN GIVE YOU THE OPPORTUNITY TO ACCEPT IT OR REJECT IT ON YOUR OWN. SURE, IT'S TRUE THAT I TELL PEOPLE THE TRUTH SOMETIMES AND THEY REJECT ME, BUT I DON'T HAVE THE RIGHT TO REJECT THE TRUTH FOR THEM. I COULD BE TOTALLY MISJUDGING it, AND MAYBE THEY WOULD RESPOND AND MAYBE THIS WOULD SET THEM FREE. I DON'T HAVE THE RIGHT TO REJECT IT FOR THEM. I NEED TO SPEAK THE TRUTH. AND IF YOU REJECT IT, WELL, THEN THAT'S YOUR CHOICE. YOU HAVE AN OPINION AND YOU'VE GOT A RIGHT TO YOUR OPINION. BUT I'M NOT GOING TO AGREE WITH YOU OR WE'D BOTH BE WRONG. I'M TELLING YOU, YOU NEED TO SPEAK THE TRUTH. THIS SAYS THAT IF YOU LOVE THE ACCLAIM OF YOUR HUSBAND, YOUR WIFE, YOUR CHILDREN, YOUR BRETHREN, YOUR SISTERS, OR EVEN IF YOU LOVE YOUR OWN LIFE MORE THAN YOU LOVE GOD, YOU CANNOT BE HIS DISCIPLE. VERSE 27, AND WHOSOEVER doth NOT BEAR HIS CROSS AND COME AFTER ME, HE CANNOT BE MY DISCIPLE. YOU KNOW, THIS HAS BEEN Misused, I believe, and some people teach that God puts cancer on you. That's your cross. God gives you a child that's got some mental or emotional problem, and that's your cross to bear. That's not what this is talking about. God is not the one who puts sickness on you. He's not the one that caused your divorce, and that's your cross. This is a cross. IS SOMETHING THAT, YOU KNOW, JESUS WAS NAILED TO A CROSS AND IT WAS AN INSTRUMENT OF DEATH. THIS IS JUST TALKING ABOUT THAT YOU HAVE TO DIE TO YOURSELF. YOU HAVE TO DENY YOURSELF. AND IT'S NOT SAYING THAT GOD IS GOING TO PUT SICKNESS AND DISEASE AND POVERTY ON YOU. THE SCRIPTURE TEACHES THAT THOSE THINGS DON'T COME FROM GOD, THEY COME FROM THE DEVIL. OVER IN JAMES CHAPTER 1, EVERY GOOD AND EVERY PERFECT GIFT IS FROM ABOVE. IT'S THE DEVIL THAT COMES TO STEAL, TO KILL, AND TO DESTROY. BUT JESUS CAME TO GIVE US LIFE AND GIVE IT MORE ABUNDANTLY. SO THIS HAS BEEN MISUSED, AND I HAVE TO SAY THIS BECAUSE SOME PEOPLE ARE JUST SO USED TO TALKING ABOUT THE CROSS BEING SOME TERRIBLE THING THAT GOD DID TO YOU TO MAKE YOU SUFFER. NO, THIS IS JUST TALKING ABOUT THAT YOU NEED TO DIE TO YOURSELF, TO PUTTING YOURSELF FIRST YOU NEED TO GET OFF THE THRONE OF YOUR LIFE AND YOU NEED TO LET GOD OCCUPY THAT PLACE. HE SHOULD BE ABSOLUTE LORD OF YOUR LIFE. IN VERSE 28, FOR WHICH OF YOU INTENDING TO BUILD A TOWER SITTETH NOT DOWN FIRST AND COUNTETH THE COST WHETHER HE HAS SUFFICIENT TO FINISH IT? LEST HAPPILY AFTER HE HAD LAID THE FOUNDATION AND IS NOT ABLE TO FINISH IT, ALL THAT BEHOLD IT BEGIN TO MOCK HIM, SAYING, THIS MAN BEGIN TO BUILD AND WAS NOT ABLE TO FINISH. OR WHAT KING GOETH TO WAR AGAINST ANOTHER KING? SITTETH NOT DOWN FIRST AND CONSULTETH WHETHER HE BE ABLE WITH TEN THOUSAND TO MEET HIM THAT COMETH AGAINST HIM WITH TWENTY THOUSAND? OR ELSE WHILE THE OTHER IS YET A GREAT WAY OFF, HE SENDETH AN ambassage AND DESIRETH CONDITIONS OF PEACE. SO LIKEWISE, WHOSOEVER HE BE OF YOU THAT FORSAKETH NOT ALL THAT HE HATH, HE CANNOT BE MY DISCIPLE. MAN, THIS IS STRONG. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT TOTAL COMMITMENT. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT SOMEBODY WHO LIVES FOR GOD MORE THAN THEY LIVE FOR themselves. THIS IS TALKING ABOUT SOMEONE WHO HAS GOTTEN OFF THE THRONE OF THEIR LIFE AND HAS TURNED THEIR... THE CONTROL OF THEIR LIFE OVER TO THE LORD. NOW, THIS IS NOT TALKING ABOUT SOMEONE WHO'S PERFECT. NONE OF US ARE PERFECT. NONE OF US DO EVERYTHING CORRECTLY, BUT IT it HAS TO BE... THAT IS YOUR COMMITMENT. THAT IS YOUR GOAL. THAT'S WHAT YOU'RE HEADED TOWARDS. THAT'S YOUR DESIRE. AND AGAIN, YOU KNOW, WE HAVE OVER 4 BILLION PEOPLE ON THIS PLANET THAT COULD WATCH MY PROGRAM ON A DAILY BASIS. I DON'T KNOW HOW MANY WATCH, BUT I KNOW THAT THERE'S MILLIONS, TENS OR HUNDREDS OF MILLIONS OF PEOPLE WHO WATCH THIS. AND OUT OF THAT VAST NUMBER, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, THE VAST MAJORITY HAVE NOT REACHED A PLACE TO WHERE YOU HAVE FORSAKEN ALL THAT YOU HAVE. AND THEREFORE, ACCORDING TO WHAT JESUS SAID, YOU ARE NOT A DISCIPLE. NOW THERE'S SOME OF YOU THAT HAVE MADE THAT COMMITMENT AND YOU'RE MOVING IN THAT DIRECTION AND GOD'S WORKING ON YOU. YOU HAVEN'T ARRIVED, BUT YOU'VE LEFT. THAT'S OKAY. BUT THERE'S MANY OF YOU, THERE ARE MILLIONS OF YOU WATCHING THIS PROGRAM, THAT THIS is, this IS JUST REPUGNANT TO YOU. NO WAY AM I GOING TO TURN MY LIFE OVER TO GOD AND GIVE HIM carte blanche TO DO WHATEVER HE WANTS TO. I'VE TALKED TO PEOPLE BEFORE THAT SAY, GOD, I'LL DO ANYTHING EXCEPT GO TO AFRICA AND LIVE IN A GRASS HUT, EXCEPT DO THIS. YOU KNOW, IF YOU'VE PUT ANY LIMITATIONS ON GOD WHATSOEVER, GOD, I'LL DO WHAT YOU WANT ME TO AS LONG AS IT'S WHAT I WANT TO DO. YOU AREN'T A DISCIPLE. YOU MAY BE BORN AGAIN. YOU MAY BE A CONVERT. YOU MAY BE ON YOUR WAY TO HEAVEN, BUT YOU ARE NOT A DISCIPLE. IT'S THAT SIMPLE. IN MATTHEW 10, 37, IT SAYS, HE THAT LOVETH FATHER OR MOTHER MORE THAN ME, IS NOT WORTHY OF ME. AND HE THAT LOVETH SON OR DAUGHTER MORE THAN ME IS NOT WORTHY OF ME. AND HE THAT TAKETH NOT HIS CROSS AND FOLLOWETH AFTER ME IS NOT WORTHY OF ME. SO IT'S NOT TALKING ABOUT THAT YOU LITERALLY HATE YOURSELF. THIS IS NOT SOME S... SADISTIC uh, THING WHERE YOU JUST ARE... YOU KNOW, and YOU HATE YOURSELF AND HATE OTHER PEOPLE. IT'S TALKING ABOUT A RELATIVE THING. YOU HAVE TO LOVE GOD MORE THAN YOU LOVE YOURSELF OR LOVE ANY OTHER RELATION. And brothers and sisters people watching this program, I'm saying this in love to you. I'm not condemning you. I'm trying to enlighten you so that we I can show you where the problem is and what the solution is. You know, before you can diagnose a treatment, you got to find out what it is that you're treating. You got to find out the root of the problem. You don't take radiation for cancer if you have a cold. You got to r- r- correctly diagnose the problem. I'm helping you by telling you that if you don't love God more than you love other people, MORE THAN YOU LOVE OTHER RELATIONS, AND MORE THAN YOU LOVE YOURSELF. YOU ARE NOT A DISCIPLE. AND AGAIN, YOU MAY NOT HAVE ARRIVED, BUT YOU HAVE TO HAVE LEFT. YOU HAVE TO BE MOVING IN THAT DIRECTION. THERE'S TIMES IN MY LIFE WHERE I HAVE A FLESH flash, AND I GET INTO DOING THINGS, BUT MAN, THE MOMENT I SEE WHAT I'M DOING, I MADE A COMMITMENT IN 1968, LITERALLY TO PUT GOD FIRST ABOVE EVERYTHING IN MY LIFE, THAT I WOULD BE WILLING TO DIE OR DO ANYTHING FOR THE LORD. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S SOME PEOPLE WATCHING THIS SAY, WELL, YOU you CAN SAY THAT, BUT YOU DON'T KNOW THAT'S TRUE. I KNOW IT'S TRUE. 1968, WHEN I MADE MY COMMITMENT, GOD TOLD ME THAT I WAS SUPPOSED TO GO INTO THE MINISTRY AND THAT SCHOOL, uh, COLLEGE, I WAS A MATH MAJOR. THAT WASN'T FOR ME. THAT'S NOT WHAT I NEEDED. AND SO I QUIT SCHOOL. AND I LOST GOVERNMENT SUPPORT WHEN I DID IT. I LOST THE ACCEPTANCE OF FAMILY AND FRIENDS WHEN I DID IT. AND I GOT A DRAFT NOTICE AND SENT TO VIETNAM. I HAD A STUDENT deferment AS LONG AS I STAYED IN SCHOOL. BUT GOD TOUCHED MY LIFE AND I LITERALLY MADE THIS COMMITMENT THAT HE'S TALKING ABOUT THAT I WAS WILLING TO DIE IF THAT'S WHAT GOD WANTED ME TO DO. SO IT'S NOT RHETORIC WITH ME. I HAVE DONE THIS. I HAVE DONE EXACTLY WHAT HE SAID RIGHT HERE. AND BECAUSE OF THAT, I AM A DISCIPLE IN PROGRESS. I'M NOT SAYING THAT I'VE ARRIVED, THAT I'VE OBTAINED, BUT I AM SAYING THAT I HAVE MADE THESE COMMITMENTS AND WHEN I DO GET OFF TRACK, MAN, AS SOON AS I SEE IT, I GET BACK ON. I HAVE MADE THAT COMMITMENT. AND YET THERE'S PEOPLE WATCHING THIS PROGRAM THAT YOU HAVE NEVER MADE GOD AND HIS KINGDOM MORE IMPORTANT THAN YOU AND YOUR LITTLE KINGDOM. THERE ARE SOME OF YOU THAT IF, IF GOD CALLED YOU TO DO SOMETHING AND IF IT WASN'T WHAT YOU WANTED, YOU WOULDN'T EVEN COME CLOSE TO DOING IT. THERE'S PEOPLE... I HEAR PEOPLE ALL THE TIME THAT WILL GET UP AND SAY, GOD TOLD ME TO DO THIS. GOD TOLD ME TO GIVE THIS. GOD TOLD ME TO DO SOMETHING AND I JUST STRUGGLED WITH IT AND FOR A WEEK OR A MONTH OR WHATEVER, I FOUGHT AND FOUGHT and and THEN THEY COME UP AND SAY, I'M GOING TO SURRENDER MYSELF TO THE WILL OF GOD AND EVERYBODY CLAPS. WELL, IT'S GOOD THAT THEY FINALLY GAVE IN, BUT IT REALLY IS A BAD TESTIMONY THAT YOU KNOW WHAT GOD IS TELLING YOU TO DO AND YOU STRUGGLE WITH IT. AND... I KNOW THAT THERE'S PEOPLE THAT WILL MISUNDERSTAND ME AND THINK I'M... I'M JUST GOING TO TELL YOU THE TRUTH THOUGH, BUT IF I KNOW THAT GOD IS TELLING ME TO DO ANYTHING, I'D DO IT. AND THERE'S NOT GOING TO BE ANY ARGUMENT FROM ME. I PASSED THAT MILESTONE 50 YEARS AGO IN MY LIFE. NOW, I MAY STRUGGLE SOMETIMES TO SAY, IS THIS REALLY GOD? BUT ONCE I KNOW THAT GOD HAS TOLD ME TO DO SOMETHING, I'D DO IT. YOU KNOW, RIGHT NOW IN OUR MINISTRY, I DON'T EVEN KNOW EXACTLY, BUT WE'VE GOT OVER A HUNDRED MILLION DOLLARS WORTH OF assets. AND WE'VE GOT A WORLDWIDE MINISTRY, AND we GOT 650 employees. we GOT ALL OF THESE THINGS. BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? IF I could, if YOU COULD CONVINCE ME, IF I KNEW FOR SURE THAT GOD WANTED ME TO MOVE TO AFRICA AND LIVE IN A GRASS HUT AND MINISTER TO A LITTLE VILLAGE, I'D DO IT. AND I MEAN THAT WITH ALL OF MY HEART. NOW, I MIGHT... <laughs> I MIGHT NOT TAKE MY WIFE WITH ME. I'M NOT SURE THAT SHE'D WANT TO DO THAT, BUT I CAN HONESTLY TELL YOU THAT'S EXACTLY WHAT I WOULD DO. AND THIS IS WHAT A DISCIPLE IS, IS A PERSON WHO HAS LOVED GOD MORE THAN HE LOVES HIS FATHER, HIS MOTHER, HIS BROTHER, HIS SISTER, HIS WIVES, HIS CHILDREN, ANYTHING. THIS IS A DISCIPLE. IF THAT'S NOT YOU, THEN ALL YOU ARE IS A CONVERT, AND THIS IS THE REASON THAT YOU'RE STRUGGLING. YOUR LIFE WORKS SO MUCH BETTER WHEN YOU ACTUALLY BECOME A DISCIPLE. WHEN YOU CONTINUE IN THE WORD UNTIL YOU KNOW IT, UNTIL YOU EXPERIENCE THESE TRUTHS AND THEY SET YOU FREE, THAT'S THE... THAT'S THE BEST WAY TO LIVE. IT'S THE HAPPIEST WAY TO LIVE. IT'S THE MOST JOYFUL WAY TO LIVE. I'M TELLING YOU, BEING A DISCIPLE IS AWESOME AND MOST CHRISTIANS TODAY DON'T EVEN HAVE THIS AS A GOAL. MATTER OF FACT, THERE'S MANY PEOPLE PROBABLY WATCHING THIS AND THINKING, WELL, YOU'RE A PREACHER AND THIS IS YOUR JOB TO BE A FANATIC and to be totally committed. But you know what? I'm I'm not going to be a preacher. I'm working out here. I'm painting houses. I'm working as an accountant. I'm doing whatever, and I'm just not going to be a fanatic like this. This isn't for just a select few. This isn't just for the super dupers. This is not just for full-time people. It says in Romans chapter 12 verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, ACCEPTABLE UNTO GOD, WHICH IS YOUR REASONABLE SERVICE. SOME TRANSLATIONS SAY YOUR NORMAL CHRISTIAN DUTY. THIS IS NOT JUST FOR THE PREACHERS. THIS ISN'T FOR THE FULL-TIME CHRISTIANS. THIS IS FOR EVERY JOE BLOW OR JANE DOE CHRISTIAN. YOU ARE SUPPOSED TO BE A LIVING SACRIFICE. YOU ARE SUPPOSED TO BE A DISCIPLE THAT LOVES GOD MORE THAN YOU LOVE YOUR OWN LIFE, MORE THAN YOU LOVE ANYTHING ELSE. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S A LOT OF PEOPLE THINKING, MAN, WELL, THAT'S NOT FOR ME. I'M SAVED, I'M GOING TO HEAVEN, BUT I'M NOT GOING TO DO THIS. WELL, GOD STILL LOVES YOU, AND I LOVE YOU, BUT YOU WILL NOT EXPERIENCE THE FULLNESS OF THE JOY AND THE BENEFITS OF YOUR SALVATION IN THIS LIFE THAT GOD WANTS YOU TO EXPERIENCE, AND YOU WILL NOT BE THE WITNESS TO OTHER PEOPLE THAT GOD WANTS YOU TO BE. I'M TELLING YOU, THIS IS WHAT GOD CALLED US TO DO. THE VERSE THAT I STARTED WITH A WEEK AGO, MATTHEW CHAPTER 28, VERSE 19, WHERE IT SAYS, GO YE THEREFORE, AND TEACH ALL NATIONS, BAPTIZING THEM IN THE NAME OF THE FATHER AND SON AND THE HOLY GHOST, TEACHING THEM TO OBSERVE ALL THINGS WHATSOEVER I HAVE COMMANDED YOU, AND LO, I AM WITH YOU always, EVEN UNTO THE END OF THE WORLD. AMEN. GOD TOLD US TO GO AND TEACH THEM ALL THINGS THAT HE HAD COMMANDED US, NOT TO MAKE CONVERTS, BUT TO MAKE DISCIPLES. AND THAT'S WHAT WE'RE ALL ABOUT. THAT'S WHAT MY MINISTRY'S ALL ABOUT. THAT'S WHY WE STARTED Karis BIBLE COLLEGE. YOU KNOW, I'D REALLY LIKE TO PROMOTE AND ASK YOU TO PRAY ABOUT BECOMING A PART OF OUR CARES BIBLE COLLEGE. IT'S THE BEST DISCIPLESHIP MACHINE THAT I HAVE EVER SEEN. WE ARE TURNING OUT PEOPLE'S LIVES THAT ARE CHANGED. AND IF YOU HAVE BEEN RECEIVING WHAT I'M SAYING, AT THE VERY LEAST, PLEASE GET THESE PRODUCTS, GO THROUGH THESE SCRIPTURES, GET HOLD OF THESE TRUTHS, BUT I'D ALSO ENCOURAGE YOU TO PRAY ABOUT BECOMING A PART OF OUR KARIS BIBLE COLLEGE. WE HAVE CAMPUSES ALL OVER THE WORLD. WE HAVE DISTANCE EDUCATION. WE HAVE IT ON THE INTERNET. We have uh, little iPads that we give that you don't even have to have an internet connection. And plus, we have all of these campuses. Listen to our announcer as he gives you the information about how you can take advantage of the product and also about our Caris Bible College. Please listen, call or write today, and then join me again tomorrow as I continue this teaching on discipleship the path to freedom.
0: I moved to Colorado to go to Karis Bible College. That was one of the happiest days of my life.
1: I just felt
0: in my heart that God said, go now. When he said Colorado, I just said, OK.
1: And I was blown away. God proved himself in that first month. God is here. The Holy Spirit is transforming people's lives here. Everything here points to Jesus. And that's what makes Carrie so special. I thought, this is like being in heaven.
0: <laughs> just being in this environment with these teachings that are just so rich and full of the Word. You step on here, you start meeting like-minded people. Like-minded believers around you, just building you up and just really drawing out all those gifts and callings within you. Learning these things together and then discussing it and being able to pray for each other.
1: It doesn't matter what age you are, where you come from, I would recommend care to anybody. I mean, it radically transformed your life.
0: Andrews Bible College, Caris Bible College is celebrating its 25th anniversary by giving new students at the Woodland Park campus a $250 tuition discount when you register by May 10th. Go to karisbiblecollege.org discount to register today. Today's series is an abbreviated version of Andrew's teaching titled Discipleship, The Path to Freedom. This six-part teaching in its entirety is available as a CD or DVD album recorded live from Andrew's 2017 Summer Family Bible Conference. Also available is the Discipleship Evangelism 48-Lesson Course. This course is designed so that anyone can reach an unbeliever, disciple a new believer, or grow with others in the Lord. Also available today is the brand new Destiny Stories Volume 3 DVD. Each of the three Destiny Stories Volumes contain testimonies of people whose lives were transformed as they pursued God's will. These valuable resources are available for a gift of any amount when you contact us. Or, if you prefer, you can get them as part of the Discipleship Package, which includes the Discipleship Evangelism 48-Lesson Course, Destiny Stories Volumes 1, 2, and 3, in your choice of either the CD or DVD album of Discipleship, The Path to Freedom. This package has a catalog value of $120, but you can get it today for only $85. Also, Andrew would like to make his notes on discipleship available to you as a free gift. Go to awmi.net to download your free digital copy today. You can find out more about Karis Bible College or become a Grace Partner through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m., Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. Kara's third year is equipping an army to go into the seven mountains of influence in every society. In our third year school of ministry, Students will interact and learn from ministers currently serving in the Fivefold ministry. In our third-year School of Business, students will learn from experienced professionals on how to implement and run a successful business. In our third-year School of Leadership, students will experience a blend of business and ministry school courses in a flexible night school program. In our third-year School of Missions, students will hear firsthand from those serving in the mission field. Students will be immersed in another culture and experience missionary life firsthand through a six-week missions experience. In our third-year School of World Outreach, students will receive training in the leadership and business management skills necessary to establish and build a sustainable ministry. In our third-year School of Practical Government, Students will be equipped with a solid foundation to effectively impact the arena of government. In our third-year School of Creative Arts, students will develop the skills to succeed in the entertainment industry. In our third-year School of Worship Arts, students will learn how to lead the body of Christ in genuine worship with character and integrity. In our third-year School of Media, students will develop the skills to effectively communicate and tell stories through multiple mediums. For more information on our third-year schools, go to karisbiblecollege.org slash third year.